Well, local law enforcement is reminding motorists that it is illegal to go off the pavement when passing someone on the right side of the roadway. It is the Dodge County Sheriff's Office March Law of the Month. According to state statutes, the operator of a motor vehicle may overtake and pass another vehicle upon the right only under conditions permitting the movement in safety and only if the operator can do so while remaining on either the roadway or a paved shoulder. It can only be done when a vehicle is making or about to make a left or U-turn on a street or highway with unobstructed pavement or on a one-way street or divided highway with unobstructed pavement. A plea and sentencing hearing was scheduled this week for a Shano County man accused of running from Dodge County deputies. Jarrell Market is facing a felony charge of fleeing and two misdemeanor counts of possession of THC and drug paraphernalia. A deputy clocked a vehicle speeding southbound on Highway 151 near the town of Trenton just before 1 a.m. in October. The suspect vehicle stopped, but as the deputy attempted to ID the driver, he accelerated away. The pursuit continued southbound on 151 for just over seven miles until the vehicle exited onto County Road D and crashed at the end of the on-ramp. The driver, allegedly identified as Market, was uninjured and was arrested. Market showed signs of impairment and reportedly admitted to drinking alcohol and using THC prior to driving. According to the complaint, authorities located over 13 grams of THC wax in a rubber container following a search of the vehicle. If convicted, the 33-year-old faces just over four years behind bars. A plea and sentencing hearing is set for March 15th. A two-day jury trial was scheduled this week for a Fond du Lac woman charged with burglarizing a residence in Lamira. Tracy Gantner is facing multiple felonies, including burglary and bail jumping. Authorities were called out to the home last December after the victim reported that they confronted a woman with blonde hair in the sunroom who was asking for directions to Interstate 41. The complainant said the woman took $850 from his bedroom. Gantner reportedly matched the physical descriptions given by the victim, who also identified her from a photo lineup. When questioned by investigators, the 42-year-old allegedly admitted to being at the property on the night in question and to taking money, but she noted it was not that much, only $620. The convicted Gantner faces 24 and a half years in prison. The trial is set to begin on June 14th. Kenosha police are recommending charges in connection with a video posted to social media. Bob Haig has more. Video showing a woman's driver's license being urinated on was posted Saturday, February 25th after she'd left the license at a Kenosha car lot. Kenosha police are referring charges against two men, including criminal damage to property and theft, to the DA's office. A press release also indicates police served a search warrant on the car lot where they recovered the woman's license. They're not naming her or the two men. Bob Haig, Wisconsin Radio Network. Another ethics complaint is filed against Michael Gableman. Gableman is the attorney and former state Supreme Court justice who was tapped by Assembly Speaker Robin Voss to conduct a taxpayer-funded probe into Wisconsin's 2020 election. The attorneys with the liberal law forward firm filed the complaint Thursday with the Office of Lawyer Regulation. The more than 100-page complaint from attorneys Daniel Lenz and Jeffrey Mandel refers to a shambolic, dishonest, and destructive campaign against Wisconsin's democracy at taxpayer expense. Well, this is the third known complaint filed against Gableman with the Office of Lawyer Regulation. Now, the case of a child left in a freezing van overnight has reached a settlement. Ted Allen reports. 
The city of Milwaukee will pay $50,000 to the mother of a four-year-old girl found in the van that was parked in a city toll lot in 2018. After police arrested the woman driving the van for OWI, other passengers left the van except for the girl who was sleeping in the back seat. Temperatures were in the 20s with a wind chill of 9 degrees when the girl was found. The girl's mother, Blair Springfield, will receive $30,000 of the settlement. Springfield pleaded guilty to the OWI charges, as well as two counts of neglecting a child in 2019. Ted Allen, Wisconsin Radio Network. Well, the Aging and Disability Resource Center of Dodge County is highlighting a program to help reduce falls in older adults. Officials say the fall prevention program Stepping On has been researched and proven to reduce falls by 31%. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, one in four older adults has a fall each year, and Wisconsin leads the nation in fall-related deaths for people aged 60 and older. Well, in just seven weekly two-hour sessions, organizers say Stepping On gives participants strategies for avoiding falls, including balance and strength exercises, home safety check suggestions and medication review. A guest experts includes a physician, a therapist, and a pharmacist. The program will take place every Tuesday beginning March 28th through May 9th at Town Center in the Marcourt Village located at 1045 Hill Street in Watertown from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Details about registering can be found at dailydodge.com. The Dodge County 4-H Family Learning Day recently returned after a two-year hiatus. It was held at the Dodgeland School last Saturday. Organizers say youth had the opportunity to select from a variety of one-hour sessions in which they could learn about their 4-H projects, try new foods, and experience new games. The popular sessions were cake decorating, bovine reproductive system, games galore, incredible edibles, cheese making, cupcake decorating, and tie-dyeing. A new for this year was a pop-up shop where attendees could purchase 4-H items like t-shirts and backpacks. Organizers say among the numerous sessions, the largest attended was Youth for the Quality Care of Animals. A youth learned about quality care of animals during the session, as well as relating this information to the public to create positive public opinions about agriculture. The Dodge County 4-H will be hosting another Family Learning Day on March 25th. Registrations are due by March 10th. The event is open to the public. A link to more information can be found at dailydodge.com. Well, the states will be selling off several administrative buildings in downtown Madison under a plan from the governor's office. Here's Raymond Newpert. The Wisconsin State Journal reports that the sale of those buildings could save the state over $440 million in maintenance costs to repair and upkeep the facilities. About 3,800 state workers currently occupy those buildings and would be moved to other facilities. The sales are part of an overall strategy to get 5% more state employees working outside of the Madison area by 2023. Raymond Newpert, Wisconsin Radio Network. Well, the Wisconsin Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection is accepting nominations for nine seats on the Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin Board of Directors. One of these seats is for District 19, which covers both Dodge and Columbia counties. Nominations are also being accepted for District 16, covering Fond du Lac, Green Lake, and Marquette counties. The Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin Board of Directors guide the organization's finances, formulate and set policies, develop long-range business plans, and maintain its mission. The DATCP will mail nomination forms to eligible producers. Eligible nominees must be an active dairy producer who sells milk into commercial channels and lives in one of the affected districts. And producers must sign, notarize, and postmark completed nomination forms by March 31st. 
and include signatures from at least five eligible producers other than the nominee. Well, the Board of Directors election is from May 1st to May 26th. Elected producers will serve three-year terms beginning July 1st and ending June 30th of 2026. Links to more information can be found at dailydodge.com. Wisconsin Senator Tammy Baldwin and bipartisan co-sponsors have reintroduced the Dairy Pride Act. But it's a little bit different this year because we're introducing it in the wake of Food and Drug Administration guidance that I'm very unhappy with. And I know the dairy farmers of Wisconsin are too. So the Dairy Pride Act simply tells the Food and Drug Administration to do its job and enforce the standards of identity for dairy uh, products. Well, the FDA recently issued guidance that non-dairy food products may be labeled with dairy terms, including milk. And I'm Kevin Haugen reporting from the Daily Dodge News Center. Submit your news tips at dailydodge.com.